Hello and welcome to It's a Gundam, the internet's best episode-by-episode Gundam Seed podcast that finished Gundam Double O and decided it was time to duel. My name is Jeremy. I'm a fan of espresso. I'm Tyler. Guess I'm the full Monty. My name is Zach. Tyler, what was that? Andrew Waltfeld is not in this episode. Uh, no, but the Italian champion is, so. <laughs> the Italian dandy does appear in this episode. I love Rawl says his name in Japanese. Yeah. He says it with an Italian accent. Yep. Farini. <laughs> uh, voiced by Graham Aker, of course. Yeah, so today we are watching episode three of Gundam Build Divers, full package. Uh, <laughs> it makes Zach laugh. It's got an Italian dandy in it. I'm sure other stuff happens. I'm totally a mature individual, everybody. This feels like the most transition-y episode in the series to me, and I might shake that back later. But I feel like not a lot happens. That's fair. It's, I guess, kind of establishing the state. Is this entire show just like a tournament arc, yes, essentially? Basically. Okay. There are some like more stakes to it. It's like a Yu-Gi-Oh tournament arc. Tyler. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes a little bit of sense. This is basically setting up the tournament arc that is the rest of the show. Is it Battle City? No, I wish, Zach, I wish it was Battle City. I wish every anime was Battle City. Unfortunately, there are no rare hunters in this. At no point is there a blue-eyes-white-dragon jet to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the blue-eyes-white-dragon jet. Is there a core fighter jet to the finals? No, that would be just as almost... No, I was going to say that would be just as good as a blue-eyes-white-dragon jet, and I don't know what would possess me to say anything like that. <laughs> Joey isn't smuggled into the tournament, and Kaiba's never like, I didn't even invite you! How are you in the finals? <laughs> Other cool thing that happens in Battle City doesn't happen. There's not a dark magician girl, and it doesn't take Jeremy 20 years to realize she's a magical girl. And that's the joke. <laughs> I'd never thought about that. I, I, I just saw... I don't even know. I just saw the magical uh, dark magician girl summoning sequence today. I'm like, oh my god, it's what if dark magician with a magical girl? How did it take me this long to realize that? She's got the skirt and everything. She does the twirl and the pose. She's got it all. It's the most <laughs> obvious thing in the world, Jeremy. How did you not realize this? The pose is what tipped me off. Anyway, there's no dark magician girl in this uh, You look like show. you're thinking to make sure. There's definitely a dark magician girl in this show. But she's not in this episode. Anything else we want to say about it before we begin? It's fun, I will say. It continues to be so. Like I said, I feel like this is one of the slower episodes. It's not the one bad episode in the uh, series. But the first two really do seem like they're all, like the series is a lot of fun, and they're. I don't even feel like I need to have a qualifying statement because there are a few of those series that I've said, "Oh yeah, you should watch this." It's not good, but it's fun. And this one, I don't feel like I have to have that qualifier of it's not good because so far I think it has been a lot of fun and it's pretty good. Yeah. The thing about Gundam Field Fighters, it is so clearly a shameless cash grab, but they put so much effort and quality into it. And especially if you're compelling it to build divers, it feels like an entirely different level, which just constantly feels like they're trying to sell a product that does not exist. This show is selling you a product that does exist and yet feels way less skeevy about it. It also kind of does have the the side effect of it. It's, it is trying to also sell you on the dueling aspect of this, but that also doesn't really feel like they're going out of their way to try and sell you a product. It's just kind of a fixture in their fictional world. Yeah, no, it's, it's the Pokemon so that they can sell you the Pokemon games. Whereas Build Divers was like, hey, play Gundam Battle Network. A thing that this doesn't, doesn't exist. exist. Why do you keep going into tutorials about the thing that doesn't exist? I was going to say they really took a dive with Build Divers. That's why it's called that. And with that, we're watching episode <laughs> three, full package. You can watch along on <laughs> Crunchyroll. 
if you're as mature as Zach. <laughs> we start in field three, desert, <laughs> where a goof is fighting the build strike. And Ramaral's like, ah, your firing is precise, but that makes it easy to predict and dodge. And so Ray G just charges him with a beam saber. And Rawls like, you're a very decisive pilot. However, and then he just gets immediately beaten. <laughs> yep, the cut to a goof lo- sliced in two, exploding. Battle ended. I like, like, Rumble Rawls, like, trying to look all, like, stern and whatnot. And he starts quoting Rumble Rawl, and he's like, your own strength didn't win the battle. It was not your abilities. It was the performance of Gundam. Don't forget it. <laughs> and Reggie's like, no, I'm pretty sure it's your old-ass Gumpla. That is the problem. <laughs> I also kind of like how when they were going at it, like the the goof that he was using kind of looks old. Like, yep. the, like on the actual table when they were doing it, it looks old. It looks kind of like almost monopose. Yeah, my headcanon, completely headcanon, is that Ramba Rawl has like a bunch of like super cheap gumpla he uses for battle and all of the expensive, super detailed ones he just models and has on display. And he, he, he Rawl's like, I want another match. I'll fight using my old guerrilla tactics. And so Say comes home and Rawl's like, hey, why don't you join us? My best mecha collection goof is pretty strong. And Say <laughs> so just walks in, grabs Rage, he's like, you need to come with me. And what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Please tell me clearly, what are you? Who are you? We did not mention, but the main characters are Blue Boy Say. And Radoni boy, Reggie. Reggie is a genie or a vampire, possibly. Or some kind of world-hopping dude a la Quantum Leap. Or a Power Ranger. Or a Power Ranger. Or a combination of all of them. A Power Genie. Power Ranger's Genie Force. Power Ranger's Wish that... Fury. <laughs> <laughs> Wish Storm? They've already used Storm, They though. use Storm a lot. Well, if you have a word and put Force after it, it's been a Power Ranger's team. <laughs> the upcoming one is Cosmic Fury. Which nobody likes. No one likes the name? Yes, or the title. Oh, okay. I mean, they've already been in space. I can't imagine what else they're going to do. They haven't been in space as many times as they've been dinosaurs. <laughs> well, it's because dinosaurs are cool. So is space. Dinosaurs <laughs> in space. What about ninjas, though? Uh, that's the second most after dinosaurs. Uh, you know, I, 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 I really want someone to remake Dinos for Hire, or at the very least, like, put it on Switch. It was an old Genesis game. It was like a side-scrolling shooter, but you played as one of three dinos with a gun and a tuxedo. Oh, man. I've never heard of this. Uh, This is a great concept. Yeah, it was a Sega Genesis game, Tyler. Oh, okay. That's fair. I was actually... (laughs) So, at work the other day, one of my coworkers grew up with a Genesis, and we uh, played Comic Zone for a while, and they're like, oh, Oh, wow, this is way worse than I remember it. I'm like, yep, that's all Genesis games are like... Except Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yeah, I'm like, except Sonic 2, which was a fluke. And And they're like, I think you might be right, actually. Uh, (laughs) And we probably gave Gunstar Heroes too rough a time. Mutant League Hockey was a lot of fun. That's fair. I've never played it. Like, there are some good Genesis games. I think just a lot of Genesis games were style over substance. And And I think a lot of the the ones that were actually good kind of fell through the cracks because they were kind of more niche and they didn't pop up as much as some of the other ones. Yeah, it's just weird because like almost every Super Nintendo game people talk about holds up and almost every Genesis game does not. Anyway, the opening sequence ends and we stop doing our video game podcast for a minute. <laughs> and Reggie over space is narrating in a totally different world from the one you live in. There was Isekai. a prince. <laughs> I love it. It changes to like a crayon drawing style. Like there was this cool country called Ariane where everyone was cool. And there was a super handsome prince, and all of the girls were into him. Like, he was the class president. 
and he was rich as hell. Then one day, when he was counting his money from his smaug pit, he found a <laughs> secret treasure that transported him to Japan. How does he speak Japanese? Uh, don't think about it too hard. How, how does he have sunglasses if he's from a few, like medieval kingdom? I mean, did he ever use the words medieval kingdom? Also, it's like MMO. It's like Final Fantasy XIV. He's from Final Fantasy XIV. So they have like maid dresses and you can dress as Vin Diesel just fine. But they don't have toilets. <laughs> <laughs> just like Vin Diesel. Why do we have all these conveniences? Because it's great. Why don't we have indoor plumbing? What's that? Anyway, the prince discovered he could stand on top of skyscrapers, and that was cool. And they had ramen and burgers, and that was cool. <laughs> also, and- I like how one of the things on there is like an onk, or oh no, it's one of those toy ball games. Okay. Anyway, he discovered Gumplot. Anyway, the prince was me. <laughs> <laughs> and Say so is like, is he is 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 he okay? And Reggie's like, I am not sick. And so Say is like, Ah, I see. You are a prince from another world that just came to Earth. And Reggie's like, yeah. <laughs> and says like, oh my God, I'm partnered with a nut. I mean, wouldn't that be your reaction? Yeah, I love this. And Reggie's like, it's true. You saw me glow and disappear, right? And says like, you must just be a Twilight vampire. Or... The sunset must have dazzled me and it made you look like you vanished. You are pretty quick. And so says like, all right, then take me to the other world and prove it. And Reggie's like, that I cannot do. And he's like, well, then cast a spell. And he's like, you read too much manga. <laughs> <laughs> I love the look on his face as he delivers that, too. Like, it a little great. bit of the eyebrow quirk. And Reggie's like, if that's all you wanted, I'm going back to Gundam fight an old man. Bye. I, well, he says, I was watching the store. And I'm like, uh, that didn't look like what you were doing to me. And Reggie's like, yeah, you get back to building my Gumpla. Like a good Gumpla slave. He, he's a mechanic. He's the team's mechanic. Yeah, the main character is Murdoch. I was going to say Koichi was objectively the most useful member of the Build Divers. (laughs) He didn't know any ninja tricks, so I might fight you on that. That's fair. So Reggie's like, anyway, say I'm taking the day off tomorrow from my job of laying about your house. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. If he's taking some time off laying around Say's house, does that mean he got a job? Well, we'll see what he does. I know. I just had that thought. And I love how... Rinko just immediately buys into, say, telling her what Reiji told her. I told think him. she's just playing along because she is like, he must have a reason. Because Say is like, why would he tell such an obvious lie? And Rinko's like, I'm sure he has some reason for not telling us where he's from. No idea what that is. But he's a nice person and you want to play gunplay battle with him, right? That's all that matters. He probably has a traumatic backstory or something. He's a murderer on the run. He was Batman. He will be Batman in the future. This is just the story of how Bruce Wayne got real good at robots and modeling. <laughs> Welcome to the Batcave. This is where I keep all my hobby models. I mean, he does have that giant dinosaur in there. Yeah. <laughs> so we see, say, filing down his model being like, man, I guess I do want to play Gumpla with him. And I need his strength to win the championship. So I guess I'll just have to deal with this weirdo. Cut to school. Where Say continues sketching his gunpla. Or I'm no, sorry. Actually, he's sleeping through class this time around. Yep. We see a montage sleeping, sanding, sleeping, sanding. Working in the uh, in the shop, sanding. Sketching, sleeping, sanding, sketching. The three S's yep. of modeling. Sleeping, yep. scan, uh, standing, s- sanding, and sketching. And screwing. It's pro- gunpla. You don't need glue. At this level, you do. <laughs> if you're Sayori, you do. Also spraying, as we see his model shop has a nice paint room. That also is maybe the storage room, question mark? It does look that way. Although my headcanon is that they just 
started storing stuff here because they had space. Because Say is the only one who's using it. Yeah. And Say's like, man, I wonder what Reggie's doing. Kept the Reggie walking in town at night in the a fine part of town because Ramba Rawl is here. And Ramba Rawl is like, hmm, you're late. And, Re- and Reggie is like, hey, sorry, I'm not used to this world yet. And Rumbarol is like, this world? I mean, it took me like 20 minutes after I got dragged here from Gundam. Yeah, I was going to say, confirming Rumbarol is a real person, question mark, or much better at blending in. Or he just doesn't like recognize Reggie from his old platoon, so. <laughs> and so Reggie is like, are you sure it's going to work out this time? All of them so far have been lousy. And Rumbarol So he like, must be going for a drug deal, I guess? Looking for that sweet high. Reggie doesn't know what drugs are. Rambaral repeats that it's been 10 years since Plavsky particles have been invented. But it's the seventh championship this year. Yeah. And he's like, but there are some people who loved Gumpla even before they could do cool battles. Let's go to an underground Xeon bar. (laughs) He's like, yes. Anyway, this is a theme bar. You're supposed to dress in Xeon cosplay. Here is their battlefield, a bar. Uh, It's a pretty rad bar, to be fair. And Rambaral's like, what do you think? And Reggie's like, they all look like huge nerds. Exactly what I wanted. Because they're all dressed in Xeon Xeon cosplay. And they start sig-Xeoning at Rambaral, the lieutenant, (laughs) out of respect. Which is a bit much for Reggie, who does not know anything about Gundam. He's like, oh man, you haven't been here to fight in ages, sir. I'd like to play with you. And he's like, no, I am not here to fight today. It is this young boy. (laughs) Who is completely unimpressed by these weirdos. He's young, but he must be special since you're recommending him. And they're like, how many Gumpla have you built? And he's like, um, negative one. I'm just the driver. <laughs> I feel like this, this gatekeeper t- asshole who's like, well, if you're not going to build, we'll go buy a doll to play with instead. And Rambaral's like, now, now, a warrior must show his strength not by words, but on the battlefield. Don't worry, this kid's super good at video games. And they're like, anyway, we have Gumpla rentals here. You can pick whichever one you want. Universal Century only. We do stick to our theme. And Reggie's like, bring me your weakest Gumpla. And then this butler shows up. <laughs> he's like, here is your ball, sir. On a platter. I love it. The spherical also known coffin. as the spherical coffin. And Reggie's like, that sounds cool. Let's do this. <laughs> so the Xeon jerks start laughing at him. And then we get a montage of the ball wrecking everybody. <laughs> Uh, one of the nerds asks if he's from the Flanagan I- Institute. You know, this cyber new type Reggie. So add that to the list of things <laughs> Reggie maybe is. <laughs> and Reggie's like, hey, I've learned two things. Say is great at Gumpla, and these guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> these guys specifically aren't skilled enough to practice with me. And of course, this bunch of grown men gets very offended by this. And Reggie's like, none of them are strong enough to show in rival. Isn't there anyone stronger around here? And then they're like, well, we'll 1v all you. And Rambaral's like, that's not fair. And Reggie's like, oh, yeah. This is awesome. I want to humiliate five grown men at once. <laughs> Did they all have spares? Didn't he wreck their gunpla earlier? Do these guys seem like guys who have more than one gunpla they bring? That's fair. On a night. So we see the ball trying to fight off against these Xeon mobile suits, but it's starting to be overwhelmed. To the point where Rambaral's like, no, stop the fight. And Reggie's like, dude, it's a video game. It's not even my ball. It's a, it's a rental. But he's being flanked, and he's like, oh, no. But then from off screen, someone is inserting two quarters. <laughs> and he waits for the gunpla to line up, and in two shots, takes out all five of them. And everybody is impressed, because apparently nobody saw this guy enter the bar. 
Well, they're all very distracted. And it's that green wing Gundam from the opening. Yep. And Reggie deactivates his VR to see who this guy is. He's just standing here. He's like, who are you? He's like, don't worry, kid. I'm a main character. Like, Why did you barge into my fight? <laughs> and then Rawl delivers the best Fellini. <laughs> Riccardo Fellini of Italy. And Fellini's like, hey, why don't you 1v1 me, bro? And Reggie's like, hell yeah. And you then they do it 200 it. times off screen. And then we don't get an eye catch. Hello, everyone, and thank you for listening to episode three of Gundam Build Divers with us. I really like Fellini's custom wing thing, but we talk about that more in, like, three episodes. I don't know. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening to all of our stuff for another year. Uh, we just released our Thanksgiving Thinktacular last week, and I hope you enjoyed that. And if not, let us know also. It was a surprising amount of fun to put together and just, like, find out how much we differed on a bunch of things. And how much we agreed on pretty much the entire top of the list as we currently have it ranked uh, for all of our mobile suits. But yeah, it's that time of year again. I expect we're going to be doing an end-of-year roundup thing um, just because that's kind of fun for us. And also, as is tradition, me and or Zach are probably going to show up on Jumpstart Weekly. So you have that to look forward to if you listen to our non-Gundam shows. Anywho, this probably gave Ricardo and Reggie time to finish those 200 off-screen battles. So, back to the episode. Fight me. Cut to say with the worst boy's haircut. <laughs> it's He's really bad. Hugging his dad. And by say, I do mean flashback say. And his dad is like, say, I finally finished my Gumpla for the championship. My it's bog a standard RX-78. What do you think, Say? And he's like, I don't have the heart to tell you it's lame, Dad. <laughs> I'm a Gundam Seed kid. So he comes out of his dream and he's sleeping in like the uh the he's arts sleeping studio? at school. So yeah, like the arts room of I was gonna school. say the strange bust room where they keep all the <laughs> all the busts everyone has ever made. Say's so like, Hey, sorry I fell asleep. And Sheena's like, Yeah, the teacher wants to close the room. Anyway, that's a gunplay you smuggled to school illegally, right? It looks different than when you were fighting Yuki. And so he's like, I finished it. I gave it a backpack to look even more like the Freedom Gundam. So he added a backpack, a shield, and a gun. Everything you need for a, a strike Gundam. And so now it's the strike Gundam full package. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I got a cool shield and a gun and a backpack fighter that can transform and move independently. Everything I could want. Its power is over 160% more power. <laughs> and she was like, that's some nerd shit, but sounds good. And say so continues explaining it. It's like, it's so quick, no ordinary fighter could handle it. But Reggie can, because he's a wonderkind. <laughs> and so she's like, is Reggie that guy who came here the other day? And he says, like, he's my battle partner. I'm his co-pilot slash mechanic. Also, I just realized it is go home o'clock, so I need to go home. Please do not tell the teacher I was building gunplay here. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I'm not a narc. I'm just a nerd. <laughs> She's like, this is part of my standard agreement ever since flashback. I remember the first time I met Say when I was doing a painting of some flowers. And he was like, can I borrow a gun playing chisel? <laughs> and we find out Chena's in the art club and likes to do an art. And Say's like, oh, you're good at an art. And then she's like, no one's ever complimented my art before. Anyway, do you like art boy? And he's like, no, I do gunpla. 
And she's like, but the teacher traced your drawing during class. He's like, no, I'm only interested in sketches for Gumpla. <laughs> Although we've seen him sketch, he is very good at it. So he, he learned the basics because he wanted to get the images onto paper so that he actually had a, you know, kind of a record of what he was doing. It makes sense. Like, yep. it, it is definitely attached to his hobby. So then we cut to China in civilian clothes going to the Gundam tournament. Uh, can we talk about how, what is that dress? I don't, oh no, it's weird. I'm not a fan. It's a bit Hello Kitty with, with just a drop of absolute territory in there. And she's like, ah, oh, so this is Gumpla. This is Iori's artwork. It's a bunch of nerds in a dark room. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to need a montage and we get one. Sasaki's here with his goof and his, his yo-yo gan. missile. Sh- I'm sorry, you're right. Sasaki's here with his gyan and his revved up missile shield. He wins his fight. With this, I can fight for 10 years. It's a Gian. It ain't going to last that long. A reference to Makuve, the inventor of the Gian. With these minerals, Zeon can fight for another 10 years if necessary. Ha <laughs> ha. And on the next field over, it's a Zaku warrior against the Zaku Amazing. The gu- Specifically the Gunner Zaku. Yeah, and Yuki's like, ah, pretty good Gunner Zaku. Too bad I have to wreck it. And then he wrecks it with a backflip. When he shoots out, like, the sight on the rifle. And then he's like, okay, yield, please. My give up. My give up. I kind of like the fact that he does that. Like, it's like, I, you, you're, you're pretty good. I don't want to da- I don't want to wreck your stuff. Although he more says, that, like, oh, I've got Gundam blue balls because you weren't good enough for me to wreck you. Now I'm all unsatisfied and frustrated. If only someone had a full package. <laughs> and then he turns his hair back to normal. I do love that he has villain mode. <laughs> he has piloting hair mode yeah, and normal Yu-Gi-Oh's. mode. You watch Yu-Gi-Oh! as a kid and knows what you gotta do when you're in a serious children's combat sport. And so he sees that the cra- class rep is here. I like how his like civilian clothes is kind of the same thing, but it's got the tie like undone. <laughs> yeah, and the jacket off. And he's like, I didn't know you were into Gumpla Battle, Chino. And she's like, I'm not. I'm just here to support Say, basically. And he's like, ah, oh, you have a crush on your classmate. And she's like, no, Baka. <laughs> He's like, it's okay. You're not nearly Sundari enough for that. It'll be on right after these two Gumpla that nobody cares about fight. It's a Blue Destiny and a GPO 3 No one cares. One guy's head gets punched off. And he's like, ah, my head. <laughs> and Chino's like, but President, everyone works so hard to build their robots. Why are they fighting with them? And Yuki's like, because they want to prove they're the best and the strongest. It's because they worked so hard on them. And I'm like, I don't know if I could invest that much time into something and then just watch it get wrecked because I made a mistake. But I'm also weird about stuff like that. So that, That's why I'd have a couple, like, I'd have some lower grade things that I use specifically for fighting. And then I have, like you have the master grade. That's your display pieces. And then they're like the high grades for actually fighting with them. Yeah. I only take out the good ones at tournaments. I think I'm going to have stand a chance at. Yeah. I also can't imagine playing football with one broken rib, but how many people <laughs> play with like all of their ribs broken? Uh, and- that's a competitive drive thing. Which or is not like, a thing I think the us three guys on a podcast have. Oh, but. Yeah, because like yesterday, I think they were the Chargers kicker like pulled a muscle or something like that, and he kept coming out to kick it. Like he'd kick it and then immediately fall to the ground <laughs> and be carried off. Yuki's like, "That's why it's a toxic masculinity thing. You wouldn't get it." <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, you're right." But here's say, but there's no ragey. And Say just looks like he's like, "Oh man, is this the place?" Like he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. 
I kind of get it, but I think he was he, yeah. like specifically he's looking for Reiji. Yeah, but that's not the look he gets. And Yuki's like, ugh, he's gonna get aced. He is so bad at piloting a gunpla. I've never even seen it, but I could just tell from my president skills that he's <laughs> so bad. Dude, play some video games. And says like, man, what if Reiji doesn't want to show up because he just wanted to get revenge on Yuki? I guess I'll have to be the pilot. I got my own hopes up because I wanted to win the championship the and all that. It's like a Gundam ego thing. I will have to fight in Field 3, <laughs> Forest. I mean, he has no common sense. He's willful. He's so redoney. But, like, that balances out my baloney sa- uh, <laughs> so much. No one likes a baloney sandwich, but a baloney is redoney on it? Now we're talking. <laughs> I thought it might have just been because I was so tired. I was like, are you saying baloney no, or baloney. blue no, Yeah, baloney and redoni. <laughs> Still, we made a promise to fight together. And he's a jerk for breaking it. Why, Reggie? Why? Why aren't you here? You fool. And then Reggie shows up and is like, who are you calling a fool? You fool. <laughs> I got lost. Turns out Rumble Raw can't drive. Sorry I'm late, he says, holding up his hand covered in bandages because he's been trying to cook for Shinji. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, nah, it's fine. Let's kick this dude's ass. He doesn't even have a name. I'll be fine. Yeah, he says this after, say, uh, says, like, like, can you do it without practicing? And so says, like, okay, I built this just for you. It's got wings now. The build strike full package. And you get like, ooh, that looks like a protagonist Gundam to me. Do you have binoculars? I mean, holy shit. It's like, you know... It's like maybe 10 inches tall at max and you're like 30 feet away. Holy He's like, shit. I can tell it has a backpack now. And it's on the other side. Like, say is on the other side of Reggie. President it's re- skills. It's a really good paint job. It's just, you can really see the details just from that. The shading is perfect. <laughs> Suzaki is sad that he doesn't get the cool belt strike. And Ramba Raw is impressed at the craftsmanship of the Gumpla. I have to ask, uh, do we see any other builder fighter teams Kind of series, not as many as I would like, but kind of. I I know there's one that you told me about before, but I'm not sure how often that guy would actually appear. But like, like these two go in where they basically have a a pilot co-pilot relationship. I wish there was at least one that was a clear foil to them. There's kind of not. It's a problem where you would get too many characters because Gundam Build Fighters has a lot of characters as is. Mm -hmm. But no, not really. Most of them are builder fighter combo guys. That makes sense. Especially for character economy. Or people like... with sponsors, and their sponsors built their Gumpla for them is also a thing we actually get a lot of now that I think about it. I just kind of wish we had more, a little bit more like these guys, because that would make it seem a little bit more normal instead of like, these guys are special doing something nobody else can do. I mean, seven years in, you'd think this would be common. Like, it's, it makes sense to me that like you'd have prodigies like Yuki who do it, both of it. But you'd think that this would be a pretty common practice for people who really want to win. Especially because, like, Say kind of runs Intel for him. Yeah. He gets in the uh, the lack of seat. Yep. <laughs> the Marin seat to give him information. I and like he- how he lets Reiji launch without telling him any of the new shit he added. So he's up against the Hammurabi. Yep. And again, just some beautiful animation of the two fighting in the sky now that the build strike has better wings with its Ale Strike-esque backpack. And Reggie's like, oh man, having a gun makes this way easier. Having a gun pull that's not shit is great. Cut to Ricardo Fellini, whose both his hands are bandaged. He's like, man, I cannot believe you made me fight you 200 goddamn times in one night. I hope this pays off. Show him that your skills are equally matched with me, the Italian champ. The Italian champagne. So Reggie selects Beam Rifle and Beam Rifles this poor Hammurabi who doesn't even have a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sasaki is impressed, as is Ron Baral, and even Yuki is like, oh, man, good gun. And Raj is like, oh, man, that was easy. <laughs> that was not nearly as strong as the Italian champ who I fought 200 times <laughs> last night. He's like, I, I love that. It. it was so easy. And Say is crying because they won round one. Yep. He's like, I never thought I'd get this With far. something I built. I mean, it makes a certain amount of sense because he never because every time he tried to actually fight somebody, it was terrible. And Reggie's like, we're just going to keep winning, right, Say? And yet he's like, yep, next week is round two. And Reggie's like, sounds like it's time for a training montage. <laughs> Chino breathes a sigh of relief and Yuki has a rival smirk. He's like, yes. His hair starts like naturally going into rival mode as he walks <laughs> away, just <laughs> slowly creeping up. I love Sasuke in the background. Of, he's like he's like, like gnawing on his napkin, but he's like shifting around without actually moving. Yeah, a lot of people are like getting over to like look at the Gundam, and Sasuke can't bring himself to like actually be part of the crowd of gawkers. Yeah, and Ricardo Fellini's like, ah, Ray and Seiji. I never expected to meet fourteen-year-olds who were actually good at this. Now I'm excited for the world championship, and that's the end of the episode. But wait, there's more. So Say is yawning because he is at work. He is minding the store. And hey, the class rep comes in. With her little brother, apparently. And he's like, hey, is that you, class rep? And she's like, couldn't you tell? And he's like, no, you are in like plain clothes. And like Jeremy the podcaster, that makes you look like a completely different person to me. (laughs) Anyway, did you need something? And she's like, yes, my little brother wanted to build a Gumpla. Do you have any for beginners? And he's like, I've got this uh, RX-78 Murican. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, what about any for girls? See, I think I got a... Uh, you you gave me the Gumpla bug. I, I, I've got a, a Zaku Warrior Mirror Custom around here somewhere. And that's the end of the episode. It's really something real. like that instead of giving her a bear guy. That'd be great. Like I said, it's kind of a transitionary episode, but I still like it. We get Ricardo Fellini. We don't really get any of his deal yet. We just get his Italian theme song. And Ron Baral saying, Ricardo Fellini, as Italian as he can, which is more <laughs> Italian than me. We also get that he's the Italian champ. Like we get, we get his basically his title. But the same thing could be accomplished by a Zelda boss card. <laughs> but, but we all, <laughs> oh, but I would of, love that if they did it like Scott Pilgrim style every time a new one walked on. It's just an introduction for like a guy who is presumably going to be like a rival later. We get Chino getting into Gumpla so that we can sell some Gumpla to girls. It's still pretty good though. I do like the dumb Zeon cosplay bar. It's a very dumb concept that probably exists in real life somewhere. That would not surprise me over much. Do you have a high point, Tyler? I think mine's actually going to be the dumb gags with Rawl at the beginning. Um, just like his, he's like giving a speech and then he just immediately gets cut in half. And then he like, like it's weird for me for, or it's weird that this old guy is so competitive with Reiji, who is clearly way better than him. And that's really funny to me. Zach? Uh, I think I'm going to give it to with when Reiji is wrecking face with the ball. It's pretty good. Mine will, I guess, be the... Like, it's very hackneyed and it's very sales tactics, but I do like Cheetah being like, oh, for say this is art and I should maybe respect it because I like art and I should see what this new art form is. Because I do agree that Gunpla building can be art. Just building one out of the box is not, but I believe it can be. And even at Say's level, I believe it is. Well, it's kind of the same thing as with like painting miniatures in general. Like, if it's something you're using to express yourself, doesn't that automatically qualify it as art? Uh, who knows? What is art? Uh, what know, is I, art? I certainly don't make any of it. I'm too bad at it. Do you have a low point, Tyler? Um, I was going to say a quick runner-up for high point. I actually really like the montage with Say, like, focusing on building this. 
Because even just that scene alone is so much better than any scene with Riku doing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. What is my low point? I guess a little bit the unnecessary dramatic tension of, say, going to the fight without Reiji. We all knew he was going to show up. That was completely unnecessary. Yeah, that's what I was going to take. What do you have, Zach? That was the one that I was going to go with. It's kind of the obvious choice. I think I might go with uh, just why is the Italian champ here? I mean, we're probably going to get the explanation for it. But <laughs> He's a big Xeon head. It's uh, it's just one of those little weird things about the, these type of shows like we had to introduce him somewhere and it just feels awkward that he's here like because especially because he's got a wing gundam in a zeon cosplay bar like why isn't this a dude driving like a char mobile suit or something like that or a full frontal mobile suit like the sinanju or something well yeah there's like no reason for him to be there i just imagine like zeon heads and specifically zeon themed bars are like grateful dead bars <laughs> that pop up everywhere <laughs> dig zeon <laughs> what's yours jeremy Mine is going to be that old gatekeeper man. Be like, ah, oh, get out of here, kid. You, you haven't. He's going full set Okaiva. You haven't built nearly enough gut point to drink in our bar. Also, you're 14. <laughs> <laughs> that seems like far more of a problem. Do you have an MVP, Tyler? It's say pretty strongly for me this episode. Zach. Yeah, I gotta go with say. I think I'll go with Reiji. He's the one who has a like, victory montage in a ball. That's also fair. Anything else we want to say about this episode? Like I said, I feel like it's very transitiony. Reiji has committed to being part of the team already, so we don't really get more of that. It's just confirming the status quo. Like we said, it is introducing the tournament that is going to be the backdrop for the rest of the series. We get a little more development on China. We get the introduction of Riccardo Fellini. We got <laughs> at least uh, the explanation that Reiji gave for his deal. Yeah. Yeah, which is definitely not, not what's actually going on, right? Given the wackiness of some of this stuff, I'd believe that it was. Uh, no, the I case. wouldn't believe it, but it, I, it, that's not what's going on, right? <laughs> the thing is, I'm trying to think of what to say, and I'm literally too tired to figure out if I should go with a joke, or if I should try to say, <laughs> oh, no, it's absolutely that. Like, I, I can't figure out how to react to that. Not in like a, oh, no, I don't want to spoil it, but in like a, I don't know what the funniest, best podcast response <laughs> to that is. Oh, man, that's bad. Yeah. It's not ideal. I'll give you that. And I have to edit tonight. I don't have to edit that much, but I have to edit a bit. <laughs> No, this is a this is a pretty fun episode. Still, like it's. I mean, I'm still enjoying the series. Yep, I, I'm looking forward to the next one. So, do we want to add the Zaku Amazing to the list? Because I think this spoilers might be its last appearance. Interesting. Really? Um, I, I guess if he builds a new one, we never got to see it use its damn missile launchers, did we? No. Uh, in the opening sequence. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be perfectly happy to rank it because it's mo it's mostly on looks, I think. Like, I, d I don't think I need to see it do anything else. Sure. So our lowest ranked Zaku on our list is at number 16. It is the Zaku Phantom. I prefer the Phantom, honestly. I think I do too. Oh, I prefer the Amazing, but I will defer to the two of you. The Tall Geese is definitely Zaku descended, but I think I prefer the Tall Geese. I think I do as well. I agree. The next, like, build Gundam we have on here is the Double O Sky. I, I think I, I prefer the Double O Sky a little bit, personally. I do dig those heat cleavers and the missile packs on the Zaku Warrior. It's rad. It's it's actually got a lot of the... Uh, the one that it reminds me the most of is the uh, the Ogre Cust... Or, like, I forget... The GNX Ogre? I think so, yeah. Uh, because it's also got those, like, big scimitar-ass things, and they're both kind of chunky. But I think the Double O Sky, for me... Yeah, I think the double S guy is slightly better. I will say I did skip over the Tequila Gundam Daniel custom, which I definitely that, no think is challenge. Better, but, yeah, <laughs> but, but I said this was the next. Uh, it was the highest Gundam build thing we had, and that's not true. 
Next, we have the Gundam Love Phantom. I think I do like this more than the Gundam Love Phantom, which is the Death Scythe Freedom combination that Maggie has. Yep. I think I like the Love Phantom more, but I think that might have been a, also kind of a situation where I was thinking about, like, what would I do if I was doing something like this? And it came out to basically be that. It is rad. I actually think I prefer the Zaku Amazing. All right, then. The Zaku Amazing goes at number 34, above the Double O Sky, and below the Gundam Love Phantom. I'm actually kind of surprised the Tiger Wolf Ultron, whatever the fuck that thing is called, didn't come up. It's <laughs> near the bottom of the list. It's because we like Vizaku Amazing, I think. We don't like love it, but we like it. It's certainly no Astray No Name. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I skipped that. That's definitely the highest thing we have on the list. It's just above all the Zakus. Yeah, because it's isn't it like number three? Correct. And above that, above, that is the, above that is the H2 Magnum. Also rad. Wow. Jeez, I did realize... <laughs> So was, did Vilkis oh, I'm sorry. number four? Um, no, H2 Magnum got put on the same line as Vilkis. Uh, so the Stray Nomad is number four. The H2 okay. Magnum is number three. I was like, I thought we still, I thought the two freedoms were at the top. All right. Anything else we want to say on this episode? It's fun, but yeah, I think you, I think you hit the nail on the head, Jeremy. It is pretty transitory. It's, it's establishing, I guess, finalizing our status quo. Join us next week for episode four, the Gundam Idol Kilala. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Inuyasha's cat is in this series? <laughs> the fact that she's not dressed up as a mobile suit is kind of disappointing to me. Podcast ended. 